Hey everyone, thank you for joining the BSF Morning Coffee for May 5th, 2019. Uh, picking this back up. <clears throat> it's been a while since I've done one of these, so I wanted to uh, jump back in. Uh, yesterday was fairly important day in the sports world, and I'm going to get to that. If you have not subscribed to the Morning Coffee, please do so following the links. If you are on YouTube, the links are in the description box. Uh, you can also subscribe on iTunes or Apple. I guess it's called Apple Podcasts now. And you can also subscribe on YouTube, of course, and subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. So you got many choices there to get your daily fix of sports opinions. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened yesterday in the sports world. We have uh, a series in the Western Conference Finals between the uh, Rockets and the Warriors. The Rockets took a 2-1 to lead in the best of seven series. I fully expect the um, Warriors to win that series. I don't I don't think the Rockets are going to beat them in seven games. I think the Warriors have way too much talent. Uh, but it's, you know, it's nice to get a series. It's nice to uh, get a, a competitive series every once in a while. <clears throat> so um, the Rockets won 126 to 121 last night behind a big game from James Harden. I believe he scored, instead of me guessing, well, I just look. Whoops, that's not what I wanted. Do not want another commercial about wireless phones. It seems like every other commercial is either about a car or a wireless phone. You ever notice that? Um, it just seems like we get inundated with all these different uh, commercials. But anyway, uh, James Harden scored 41 points and uh, was able to put the Rockets over the top in overtime. Uh, Kevin Durant scored 46 in a losing effort, which is kind of crazy when you think about losing a game and, you know, he scored 46 points. But it doesn't take much analysis to realize that the reason the Warriors lost is uh, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were not on their A game. Um, both had really, uh, you know, poor shooting nights. Klay uh, Thompson was 6 of 16 uh, for 16 points, and then Steph was um, 7 of 23 for 17 points. So it's very easy to see why uh, the Warriors did not win. And if the Warriors are going to beat the Rockets, the Rockets are absolutely built to win a championship. They're just not going to because the Warriors have more talent. <clears throat> but if the, if the Warriors are going to eventually put away the Rockets... They need better games from Steph and Clay. We all know this. Um, I guess my question is, 
what's going to happen after this year. A lot of people feel that Kevin Durant is going to leave the Warriors and, and possibly end up in New York. I'm not really sure if that's a done deal. I think that it would be really good for his brand. I think it would be really good for his his brand and his legacy if he went to New York and if he won a championship in New York. Um, much the same way that LeBron won a championship in Cleveland, even though he didn't win it by himself in Cleveland either. He had way more to do, I think, with them winning a championship in Cleveland than he did in Miami. That's just me. I think that if Durant won a championship in New York, there would be no debate that he would be the biggest reason that they won a championship. Um, does he end up in New York? I don't know. I don't know if I can really unequivocally say that he will. I mean, obviously, I don't know him. Um, if he wants to be known as one of the greatest of all time, I think he, I think he already is one of the greatest of all time. But if he really wants to go down as being one of the greatest of all time, I think that he has to at least consider going to a different team other than Golden State. Golden State's so loaded. You know, they just have so many good players that Durant can have an off night and they still win 80, 90% of the time against 80 to 90% of the teams. So it is, you know, definitely interesting dynamic and something that we'll probably go more into once the season is over. I don't I don't think there's much suspense. I think you know obviously the games are entertaining. I I don't see I don't see the the Warriors losing this series. I really don't. Um I'll be I'll be shocked if they do. I really I really would be. Uh so yeah, you know, I think that's probably you know, as much as I can really say about it, you know, game four, I believe, is on Monday. And I I fully expect the um, I fully expect the Warriors to win that game. And I fully expect a, um, you know, I fully expect them to, you know, close out the Rockets when they go back to Golden State. And, um, you know, that'll be that. <laughs> that'll be that. They'll be waiting on the Western Conference uh, Finals opponent. I I would love to see a Portland-Golden State Finals, uh, Conference Finals, because I, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I would just love to see what Damian Lillard could do to the Warriors. Um, he, he is one guy that I really think could – you know, he could steal a game by himself. And he's proven that he can do that. I, I would love to see that finals. I, I would love to see uh, Lillard in a conference final against Golden State. I think Golden State, I think, you know, he, he'll give them all kinds of fits. I think um, I think the Warriors are too, have too much firepower. And I don't think that uh, C.J. McCollum is enough of a number two guy to pick up Lillard if Lillard has a bad game. I think I think Lillard will have to be great every single game for the Blazers to have a chance. 
against the Warriors. But again, we can probably talk about that more down the line. Let's switch gears and talk about the uh, just craziness that happened with the Kentucky Derby yesterday. Now, for those of you that are not really into racing that much, which is probably most people, um, this is one sport where, you know, 11 months out of the year, the vast majority of people don't care. And it's only for, you know, this one month where people really care about horse racing. And um, so what happened is that there was a horse that won the race and won it clearly. The, the race, uh, the horse name was uh, Maximum Security, right? So Maximum Security won the race and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't in any dispute. The runner-up was a horse by the name of Country House, okay? Now, what happened is that they went over the race, okay? Basically, in in racing, referees are called stewards, okay? So the stewards went over the race afterwards and found that maximum security, who was the apparent winner, committed a foul within the race, which... The horse was disqualified and gave the race and the, the winner was Country House. And I know I sounded really incoherent when I said that, but basically Country House won as a result of the in-race foul from Maximum Security. Now, a couple of things for people who don't really watch racing. I went to the racetrack a lot as a child. I'm not going to go into why, but I did. And um, that was, you know, horse racing is something that I, I was used to watching. And, and I kind of knew by the time I was like nine, 10 years old, I knew a lot about horse racing. Um, once we moved to Virginia, I didn't watch it as much because at the time there wasn't any horse racing in Virginia. I think, I think now there are a couple of racetracks in Virginia. Um, but back in the day, it wasn't, um, most of the racetracks were in the Northeast or in places like Florida and California and of course, like Kentucky, of course. And, um, so yeah, you know, when, when we lived in New York and went to the racetrack all the time. So I knew a little bit of, I know a little bit about horse racing and, and horse racing, these disqualifications can happen more often than people think. Um, because again, every race is looked over by the stewards before a final determination is made. Now, obviously, if you're on the wrong side of that, like say if you bet on the horse that gets disqualified, you know, you, you feel some kind of way about it. Um, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if, if you get your money back, if you bet on a horse that was disqualified, um, I think at the time, I think like back in the day, I think you were allowed to get a refund because of something that kind of happened that happened out of your control. But this is the first time this ever happened in the Kentucky Derby, which is kind of crazy considering how many races there have been. There's been over 145, 145 to be exact, 
Kentucky Derbies, and this is the first time that a winner was disqualified for an in-race foul. It's a common thing, but it's kind of like it's kind of like losing a Super Bowl because of a holding call. Some people feel like, well, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't lose because of a penalty, but you know, if it's a penalty, <laughs> why do you not call it there and then call it in any other game? It doesn't really make sense. So, you know, you can't really pick and choose where you enforce that kind of rule. Either you call it all the time or you don't call it at all. And so um, I can understand them being upset, but I can also understand if you're on the other end of that, if you're the, the second place horse and the foul kept you from winning, you would feel cheated. And this is, you know, this is the biggest, this is the Super Bowl of racing, basically. You know, the Kentucky Derby makes and breaks careers. And, you know, for a horse or a jockey or a trainer to win this race, um, it really brings, you know, it raises the profile of the person that wins the race. It raises the profile of the people who bred the horse, the horse itself. It raises the amount of money that uh, a horse can fetch, as far as um, you know, as far as like breeding costs and all that. I know that there's a, a proper way of saying it, which you know kind of escapes me at the moment. But you know, I can understand why people on both sides could will will be upset about it. But I think the right call was made, and. You know, on we go to the Preakness Stakes. Uh, let's see if Country House can actually win the Preakness and have a chance at the Triple Crown. Um, I know it seemed like we would never see a Triple Crown horse again. And then, you know, American Pharaoh happened. I think I think there was another one after that, not mistaken. Um, so, you know, Triple Crowns are still rare and... It's, um, you know, makes horse racing fun. Like I said, it makes horse racing fun. Um, yeah, Justify won it in 2018. So I, uh, I knew there, I knew that there have been one since American Pharaoh, but, um, yeah, let's see if Country House can do it. Country House is a 65 to one favorite. Good Lord. Um, so if you put a hundred dollars on Country House, you had a pretty nice day yesterday uh so yeah so that's uh that's that on that and uh the third thing i wanted to talk about was endgame i know endgame has nothing to do with sports but it kind of transcends everything right now uh i want to know how many of you have seen endgame more than once everyone's probably seen it at least once by now uh i've seen it once and I'm debating on whether to see it again this week. Thinking about seeing it tomorrow, actually. Because there's, you know, there's just things you miss. A movie that big with so much going on, there, there are things that you're going to miss the first time around. So it's nice to kind of go back and see it again. And that's typically my policy to see uh, movies like Endgame and 
Infinity War more than once. I think I saw Infinity War. Did I see it three times? I saw it twice. I saw Infinity War twice. I saw Civil War twice. I saw um, Avengers 2 twice. First Avengers twice. I saw Batman and Superman twice only because I was called out. Like someone had called me when I saw Batman and Superman the first time. So there were like large chunks of the movie that I missed. So I only saw that to kind of... I saw it again to basically like fill in the blanks. Not because it was so great. Because uh, it wasn't. Um, and same thing with Justice League. I, I saw Justice League twice. Um, and yeah, like the second time around, it wasn't any better. The DCEU really needs to get it together. Like Marvel has... You know what Marvel has done? Marvel has done to DCEU what... Captain America did to Falcon when he was racing him at the beginning of Winter Soldier. You know, on your left, like he's just lapping him the entire time. That's what Marvel's done to DCEU. They've lapped them so many times, it's not even like worth keeping count at this point. And it's a shame because DCEU, like from, I wouldn't say from top to bottom, but definitely. Like, DCU has some more iconic characters, right? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. These are iconic characters. Marvel has iconic characters, too. But, you know, when you look at, like, name recognition, if you never read comics, you know what Superman is. If you, if you never read comics, you know what Batman is. Okay? Spider-Man, I would say yes. But beyond that, Marvel has raised the profile of all these of all their heroes with these movies. And it's kind of amazing how DCEU, even though they have just as much money as Disney, just as much resources, um, they just haven't been able to put together a decent movie. Um, other than the first Wonder Woman. And people say Aquaman was good. I never saw Aquaman. So when, you know, I, I think Aquaman is on, on digital by now. So uh, I might end up seeing it just to see it. People say Shazam was good too. I was never into Shazam. Uh, <laughs> if I can talk. I was never into Shazam as a kid. But I heard good things about uh, Shazam as well. So I might end up seeing that too. Especially when it comes out on digital. I might just end up renting both. I might make it like a DC day. But I'm really rooting for DC. Like I really want DC to succeed. It's very, it's very difficult for me to watch DC flounder like they are right now. Like they are just really... They're struggling so hard. And it's just hard to watch, man. It's hard to watch. And you know what's in, you know what's going to end up happening? Is that they're going to take someone pretty high up on the Marvel totem pole. It's going to take somebody like, you know... I don't, I don't think it'll be Kevin Feige, but it may be like a, a high-ranking executive 
to come over to DC to like write the ship. I don't really see any other way. I just they've just messed the entire thing up, and it, it's a shame. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen after Wonder Woman two comes out? You know what? What is the plan? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it another time. It just seems I don't know. It's just a weird. It's weird just to see them struggle like that. There's no reason for them to struggle like this. This is crazy. So I want to I want to thank you for listening to the BSF Morning Coffee. Don't forget to subscribe to the Morning Coffee. I will be back tomorrow to talk more about the NBA playoffs. Talk about a uh, little NFL and you know whatever else you guys want to talk about. My name is Martin Williams, and we will be back.